W. New deposit, I picked up another bag. Like, I'm a counter while I'm in it. <laughs> Everybody. Thank you, thank you, and I'm gonna put a little church in there. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another pod click podcast that I am able to do. I just really appreciate it. And um, you know, I just wish you all of the best things in life. For real, for real. Um, you know. <sighs> it's quite a bit with the war in Ukraine pending and you know the new BA2 Omicron variant but we are strong and we always bounce back we always do and we gonna make it, y'all. We gonna make it. Just trust and believe we gonna make it. And the Ukraine crisis is kicking off a new superpower. Beijing and Moscow now hold a stronger hand in confronting the West during the Cold War. Uh, Russia's audacious military mobilization in and around Ukraine is the first major skirmish of a new order in international politics with these three major powers jostling for position in ways that threaten America's primacy. Uh, The challenges are different than those the U.S. and its network of alliances faced in the Cold War. Russia and China have built thriving, built, have, they have built a thriving partnership. See, I wanted to touch base on that last week, but I said, you know what? I'm not going to say nothing about that. I'm not going to say nothing about that. Y'all better open up your eyes and ears and hear what is being said and pay attention to what's going on. I didn't want, I didn't say nothing last week. I said, no, I'm not going to say nothing about it. I'm not going to say nothing, but I knew it. I knew that there was some type of partnership. I knew, I'm not surprised about this. Trust and believe. I just kept my mouth shut. I just be getting like premonitions of of stuff. And I just, you know, have good insight. Yep. There, you know, Russia and China have built a thriving partnership based in part on a shared interest in diminishing U.S. power. Unlike the the Sino-Soviet bloc of the 1950s, Russia is is a critical gas supplier to Europe, while China is an impoverished war. Isn't, let me put your back paddle, it isn't an impoverished war ravaged partner, but the world's manufacturing powerhouse with an expanding military. And delaying a huge force against Ukraine, Russia's president, 
Vladimir Putin is demanding that the West rewrite the post-Cold War security arrangement for Europe and demonstrated that Russia has the military capacity to impose its will despite Western objections and economic sanctions. I done told y'all. I done told y'all. You know, I got to get country. You know, I got to get country. I got to let y'all know, you know, um, this emerging order leaves the U.S. contending with two adversaries at once in geography, in, in geography, geographically adversaries at once in a geographically disparate parts of the world where America has close partners and deep economic and p- political interests. The Biden administration now faces big decisions on whether to re-gear its priorities, step up military uh, spending, demand allies, contribute more, uh, contribute more, station additional forces abroad, and develop more diverse energy sources to reduce Europe's dependence on Moscow. I'm going to tell y'all something. You know, I already, uh, I went and I filled my gas tank up. Well, I did. And uh, it's a little bit under F, just a little bit. And I think once I'm done with this podcast and do everything I need to do, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and fill it right back up. Probably about seven, ten bucks and fill it right back up because I already made it. I already told myself. I'm not letting my I'm not letting my I'm not letting my gas get down to a half a tank. It'll be too it'll be I mean for real for people with SUVs and these big cars, you figure if it costs you about 45, 50 bucks to fill your tank up now. Once once this stuff gets started, if it gets started, once it gets started, you're looking at $100 to fill your car. So I already said, as soon as my car get a little bit under F I'm putting it right back on F, seven, ten dollars, right back on F. I'm not spending more than ten dollars, you know. Um, hopefully, no more than twenty dollars a week doing it that way, because this is this is ridiculous. And I already said what I told y'all yesterday. Um, I'm just gonna stay prayerful, and I'm just gonna, you know. You know, as far as my religion, you know, and whatever your religion is and whatever, whatever you do, you know, just say your prayers and, um, you know, hope for the best because this is not no, this is not such, well, war in the first place, war in the first place is never, is never the greatest of news. I'm going to just say it. It's not the greatest of news, but in these times, it's just, it's, it's, you know, just do your exercises. What I want to say, I don't want to stress nobody out. Do your exercises and say your prayers and just keep, you know, that's all I can say. Do maybe do some yoga, just do some relaxing techniques and that kind of stuff. Because, you know, it's like, here we go with COVID. And, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not giving no theories. I have, I have a couple, you know, after I read all of this, but I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I'm on that. When, I'm going to just tell y'all this. If and when, then. If and when, then I'll say something. If not, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut and keep it to myself. 
You know, uh, we, we all thought we were looking at Europe whole, free, and at peace indefinitely. Um, and we knew that Russia would conduct gray, uh, gray zone operations, that Putin would use his KGB playbook to create instability on his periphery. But a wholesale invasion of a sovereign country to reorient its government is a different moment. And that was said by Michael Florno. And he happens to have served as the Pentagon's top policy official during the Obama administration. He said all of that. I'm just going to stay prayed up like I told y'all. And um, just... Hope for the best. Just that's all we can do is just hope for the best where that's concerned and 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 hope it don't get you know, not the war is not the worst scenario, but you know, it is worser things that can happen and just hope and pray that we can come to some resolve and 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 bring peace upon earth, you know, upon the world, world peace. Uh back in a moment, y'all. Stay with me. More to come on. You guessed it. BA2. Stay with me, y'all. By the way, thank you. Every day about a woman exhausted and I'm weary. Make sure I smile in public when I'm on my eyes, Tim. I fought through it all, but the hurt me severely. I play, you play, we play, you play. I play, you play, we play. Introducing Eminem's album art packs. Celebrating iconic and barrier-breaking musical artists from yesterday and today. New Eminem's album art packs. Available now. Collect them all. Welcome back, everybody. The BA2 variant is still spreading, worrying experts about what's next for COVID-19. Infectious Disease experts continue to worry about the more contagious version of the Omicron variant BA2. The BA2 subvariant of the Omicron variant continues to spread throughout the United States. The spread of BA2 has been slow and steady. Omicron variant COVID-19 cases continue to drop. The fear is that spread may be on track to rapidly accelerate in the near future. BA2 may cause more severe symptoms compared to Omicron. You know, and, and, and what they're saying is a lot of us were assuming that it was going to quickly take off in the United States just like it was doing in Europe and become the new dominant variant. Uh, and that was Nathan Grubaugh, an associate professor of epidemiology at the Yale School of Public Health. But uh, 
had said, and the potential danger is new lab experience experiments in Japan found that BA2 variant has a number of features that can lead to severe COVID-19 uh, symptoms. The research published ahead of peer review on the BioRxiv server found that BA2 can resist COVID-19 vaccines and it can resist some treatments such as the monoclonal antibody, so Travimab. I hope I pronounced it right. I didn't Google search, but it can resist COVID-19 vaccines, BA2. And it found that BA2 can resist COVID-19 vaccines and it can resist some treatments such as the monoclonal antibody, Sotrovimab. Um, I'm going, like I told y'all, I'm, I'm going to continue to wear my mask and, you know, that's what I'm going to do, uh, an N95 or the equivalent of one. Uh, as COVID-19 cases dwindle in the Omicron, people across the United States are wondering what will come next in a pandemic. There are hints of, a, of, of normality around the corner, but experts are still worried more variants could spread throughout the population. And, um, you know, that's, that's, and then some people are even saying, you know, uh, all you need really is three vaccines and that if you are, you know, have immunocompromised, you know, health, um, things going on within yourself, you should go ahead and get another booster. But, um, you know, it's, 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 a, it's, it's something else. Um, am I going to let my guard down? I'm not going to let my guard down. I see people all throughout the community. And I mean, everybody, you know, it's America. Like they say, everybody's entitled to do what they want to do. You know, and at the end of the day, and not wearing a mask, you know that there's some variants out there. You know that'll make that that are even more severe. Uh, you know, and 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 you know, may perhaps these vaccines might not do fare too well with them. You know, you do you. But I, I'm not gonna say I'm good. Like I said, this is another thing. When then? When then, if when then, I'm going to say something on that. And y'all going to get the uncensored bookie on it. But for now, I'm going to keep it kosher and let you know BA2 may cause more severe symptoms compared to Omicron. And, yeah. So, um, just thought I would let you know that, and I'm going to give you a little bit more information on that. Scientists have new evidence that the BA2 subvariant of the Omicron coronavirus variant may be more severe compared to previous strains. May be more severe compared to previous strains. Um, hmm. Uh, what they found, new lab experiments in Japan found that BA2 has a number of features that can make it capable of causing severe COVID-19 symptoms on the same level as previous strains. Did you hear what I said? I said I don't think you heard me too good. 
New lab experiments in Japan found that BA2 has a number of features that can make it capable of causing severe COVID-19 symptoms on the same level as previous strains. Now, I want y'all to Google search severe. Okay, because that's what they're saying. The, 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 you know, the, uh, they have found, okay, and the research published before peer review on the BioRxiv server found that BA2 can resist COVID-19 vaccines and some treatments, such as the monoclonal antibody citrovimab. And I hope I'm pronouncing it right. What did, you know, it, it might be, and this is what they're saying, it might be from a human perspective, a worse virus than BA1 and might be able to transmit better and cause worse disease, said Dr. Daniel Rose, section head of microbiology at the Cleveland Clinic in Ohio. Why, why does it matter? I'll tell you why. Kisato, a researcher at the University of Tokyo who led the study, said that this suggests that BA2, the BA2 subvariant of the Omicron should be considered the same COVID-19 strain. COVID-19 strain. So, is it the strain, the COVID-19, the same COVID-19 strain as Omicron? It looks like we might be looking at a new Greek letter here, said Deborah Fuller, a virologist at the University of Washington School of Medicine. The Omicron variant subvariant, BA2, has been spreading since February, slowly replacing the original strain of the Omicron variant as the most dominant COVID-19 strain in the world. Now, I'm just letting y'all know. Um, I'm going to continue to do what I'm supposed to do. I, I know they said to drop, you know, it's optional. You know that hey, in certain settings you can drop them. In. I'm not finna do it. If it's spreading, if, you know, it's basically here, just it's not. It, it, let's just say it just got here. It's in the, it's just pretty much got here. We know we said the same thing about Omicron. We said the same thing. That's what I wanted to tell y'all about my podcast yesterday. Uh, as I, I left out something when I was listening to it. Delta variant, Delta, Delta variant was all the way in India when I had um, talked about it last May. Uh, of 20, no, was it May of 20? No, it wasn't May of 2020. Well, maybe it was. Yeah, it was 2020. I stand corrected. It was not 2021. It was May of 2020. The Delta variant. And uh, it was in India. Then it came across over here. 
Nope, I'm telling a lie. It was not 2020, it was 2021. The reason why I knew that, it was a couple weeks after we came back from vacation. So it was late May of 2020, 2021. So there you have it. There you have it, folks. The BA2 variant. Oh, let me get back to the Delta. And then it was in India. Next thing you know, this is May. By July, it was in the United States. By August and September, it was all over. Okay, then that dwindled down. The next thing you know, here come uh, Omicron. Now here, you know, and now BA2. And it's more, you know, infectious and more severe. And I done already told y'all, the BA2 variant is still spreading. Worrying experts about what's next. And, um, but the BA2 has been slow and steady and it continues to spread throughout the United States. Omicron variant COVID-19 cases, you know, continue to drop. And the fear, you know, maybe the fear is that the spread may be on track to rapidly accelerate in the new future. Uh, a lot of us were assuming that it was going quick, it was going to quickly take off in the United States, just like it was doing in Europe again. So new lab experiments and, you know, again, uh, the BA2 variant has a number of features again that can lead to severe COVID-19 symptoms. I'm going to keep my mask on. Stay with me, folks. Going to be back in a moment with the world according to Buki and them podcast. It's too dark in here. I need to get out. Just calm down. I can't calm down. The walls are closing in. I'm freaking out. Ugh, relax, yellow. Just take a deep breath. <sighs> Let's not do that again. At last, M&M's Mix. Jacob State Farm, I would like to formally extend my gratitude for the Russell rate on my insurance. Do you mean surprisingly great rates from State Farm? I don't believe in accepting help, but I'll make an exception. Here's the deal, Russell. There's no special rate. These prices are for everyone. With the oak and the eagle as witness, consider a square. I made that from memory. I know your face that well. You want the real deal? Like a good neighbor? State Farm is there. First team across and checking. Hi, checking in? Yep, it's me, Megan Stallion. Megan the Stallion. Oh, here you are. Just a couple questions. Any allergies, you know, like cats, dogs? Nope. And deer? I'm sorry, what? How about a fox, bear, water buffalo? What about a sloth? A sloth. 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 Sloth allergies? Yeah. No. Great. This way. Okay. And one more thing. You're comfortable around crocodiles, right? A what? Welcome back, everybody. Neighbor at trial of ex-Louisville cop involved in deadly Breonna Taylor raid testifies gunfire nearly killed him. Brett Hankinson is not on trial for killing Breonna Taylor, a prosecutor made clear in the opening statements on Wednesday today. 
The former police officer is facing charges because during a botched 2020 narcotics raid on the 26-year-old Louisville, Kentucky apartment, he fired 10 shots, allegedly blindly endangering a man, woman, and a child in a neighboring unit, Kentucky Assistant Attorney General Barbara Whaley said. Brianna Taylor should not have died that night, the prosecutor said. The city of Louisville, in a civil matter, paid millions of dollars to Brianna Taylor's family, but the money did not bring her back. Nothing will. No one was charged in Taylor's death. Hankinson, who is expected to take the stand, faces three counts of felony wanton endangerment. He has pleaded not guilty. The defense, in opening, said the veteran officer responded appropriately during a chaotic situation to what he saw as a threat to him and other that and well, saw as a threat to him and other that night. The trial isn't about the validity of the search warrant, Whaley said, nor is it about whether the Louisville Metropolitan Police Department needs reform or more support. This is about the three people who came dangerously close to being shot when Hankinson fired into Taylor's home, she said. You will hear, you will hear that he shot into the apartment building, Willie said, and you will hear that his bullets went through apartment four and into apartment three and nearly hit Cody Etherton as he was walking down the hallway into the dining room of his apartment to see what was going on with the banging. The, this case is about Cody and his partner, Chelsea Naper, Napper, who was seven months pregnant at the time, and their five-year-old son, who was sleeping in the bedroom closest to the front door when the bullets ripped through the apartment and out their sliding door into the night, prosecutor said. The officers knocked repeatedly for minutes and then breached the door with a ram. When there was no response, Hankinson at the time was telling the neighbor, telling a neighbor just upstairs to get back into his apartment. When shots came from inside Taylor's apartment, Whaley outlined. And when the shot, when the Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly was hit, Hankinson started shooting perpendicular to where the shots were coming, according to Whaley. A bullet whizzed by Etherton's head in the next door apartment, the prosecutor said. Etherton will tell jurors he crawled back into his son's room to get the child, she added. After the shooting, Hankinson told investigators he made the decision to open fire because because she saw something with an AR rifle in Taylor's apartment, Whaley said on the Glock pistol that was found inside. Jurors will see crime scene photos, including one showing Taylor's body at the end of the hallway, uh, the prosecutor said. In his opening statement, defense lawyer Stu Matthews described the scene that night as an unbelievable, chaotic situation. Matthews said Hankinson did what he was trained to do that night, shoot until the threat had stopped. He was justified, the defense lawyer said. He said the officers had no idea what they were getting into. Matthew said there was no evidence that there was an AR-15 in the apartment, but suggested there might have been. Jurors, after hearing all the evidence in the case, will find Hankinson's actions were logical, reasonable, justified, and made total sense, Matthew said. He said Hankinson opened fire in an attempt to defend and save the lives of his brother officers who were still caught in what they call a fatal funnel in that doorway. And um, 
Etherson, 29, the state's first witness, said he was awakened by the loud boom of the ram used to breach Taylor's door in the adjacent apartment. Outside his room, he heard the gunfire erupt, and they remember pieces of flying drywall and debris hitting him as he got down on the floor. The burst of gunfire, he told jurors, was followed by silence before he heard officers announce themselves and urge someone to get on the ground. One or two more inches, and I would have been shot, Etherton testified. Adding the gunfire nearly killed him. The son of Etherton's partner was asleep in a room about seven feet from where the bullet pierced the wall, he testified. After the shooting stopped, Etherton said he left the apartment briefly and saw his neighbor's door broken down. He heard someone in the apartment say, breathe, baby, breathe, just before the police ordered him back into the apartment. And back into his apartment. During the cross-examination, Everson testified he did not hear any voices until the gunfire, and he was unsure how many times police rammed the door. He described the situation as chaotic. Everton has filed lawsuit against Hankinson, other officers, and the city of Louisville for $12 million. Though he testified, he nursed the long-awaited trial, which was delayed because of a case backlog caused by the COVID-19 pandemic could provide a measure of justice for the neighbors whose lives were put in danger, but not for Taylor and her supporters, according to her mother and the attorney for her family. The purpose of Tamika and family members going to the trial is that Brett has to see face-to-face that you impacted our family. You did something horrible. You need to be convicted. You need to go to prison, Lanita Baker, the family attorney said. But justice... For the neighbors is not enough. Palmer added. It's a start. I guess. Back in a moment with the world. According to Boogie and Them Podcast. Stay with me. Airy, tasty, bite sized Two flavors. Sour cream and onion. Triple cheese flavor. Mmm. Layers of crispiness. Try it now. Lay's. Thanks for coming back, everybody. And on a lighter note, a lighter note, that is, spring break is just around the corner. And just because we're dealing with um, the coronavirus and all this nasty um, variants does not mean we can't still live a healthy, happy, get your spring vacation on. We have been living with COVID not long enough. To know the do's and don'ts and the why's and what first. I told y'all my camp, we're going to wear masks. We're going to keep doing what we do. Um, and just when you go to hotels, you know, some things y'all can do. This is fun spring break stuff. Still get out there and travel. Y'all know when you go to the airport, wear your N95s. You know, even though you don't, you're not going to wear them. I'll, you know how they say you can drop the mask, blah, blah, blah. Those of you who are not wearing them and going to drop them and that's your option. I was, I'm pretty sure the airport still has a mandate that you wear your mask in the airport, but don't quote me on it. I know when I go into the airport and I go to travel, uh, I'm going to have on double N95. You just watch me. Double N95. Now, I ain't telling you to do it. That's what I'm going to do. But there's so many good deals with, um, with the different airlines. Southwest got it going on and Allegiant most definitely got it going on. So, I mean, if you are able to, you know, book those plane, book those tickets and, you know, do what you do in, in your hotels and stuff like that. Y'all know how I am. Booking.com. You booking right, baby. And um, I've stayed in some really thank you. Shout out to booking.com. Shout out to Expedia. 
you know, um, I know there's shout out to all of them, hotels and all of that, but my main go-tos, and that's just me, and but I did the other ones, but I my my top two top are Expedia and Booking.com. Um, I have stayed in some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful resorts, nice five star, cause that's how I go. But still, um, for, but not a five star price. <laughs> Quit playing, you know, you know better. But just you know, enjoy your life, lighten up. You know, all we can do is hope for the best. You know. Say our prayers for America and the world to bring peace to Ukraine and bring peace and, and to all the scientists and people out there working to get a surefire cure for SARS so that any type of SARS we have defense against, we get that one shot and we're good for life <laughs> against any type of atomic, psionic, bionic, atomic, you know, and dynamite SARS. We are vaccinated for and, you know, we'll be okay. But either way it go, hang on in there. Live your best life. Look forward to spring coming in a few weeks. And um, a few weeks after that, 12 weeks after that, it's just going to get better and better with summer. Um, check out your local um, places. I know you know it's getting ready to warm up here in our good old Midwest. Come on out to the Midwest. I mean, y'all really do y'all researches. There's a lot of places out here that I live here. That's like, I ain't know about that. Um, I'm going to do a story on that. Um, soon as It's going to take me a couple, about two or three weeks to get all my information and stuff together. But we have some really good restaurants. And there's a lot of restaurants all over the Midwest and places that you can go that are friendly and acceptable. Y'all know what I mean, that are acceptable. <laughs> y'all know, y'all, y'all, you know who I'm talking to. So you don't have to worry about any type of, you know, shady, shady business. You can sleep at rest. Uh, back in a moment with the world according to Bookie now. I'll be back in a moment, y'all. Stay with me. Breakfast in this house? In the morning, I can use all the help I can get. That's why I love Nutella, a delicious hazelnut spread that's perfect on multigrain toast and even whole wheat waffles. It's a quick and easy way to give my family a breakfast they'll want to eat. And Nutella is made with simple quality ingredients like hazelnuts, skim milk, and a hint of cocoa. They love the taste, and I feel good that they're ready to tackle the day. Nutella, breakfast never tasted this good. for tuning in. I hope you have a magnificent Wednesday. And if you haven't been having a good Wednesday, keep your head up. We're pulling for you. We believe in you. And yes, you can. And you're going to make it through. The world, according to Bookie and them, is not on any of the rights to any of the music, any of the commercials, or some of the sacks. Y'all, make it a great Wednesday and live your best life. Peace. It don't seem fair. It don't seem fair.